Hi, Art Supply Posse. It's Marcus. This is our first interview with two people who design and make art supplies. Vito Grippi and Gabe Dunmire are the two co-founders of Story Supply Co., who make notebooks and stationary accessories. You might have noticed that I said notebooks and not sketchbooks. However, the paper in these notebooks has been tried with a whole bunch of different art supplies, and it holds up quite well. It is still relatively thin paper, so it will go a little wavy if you use watercolour. Story Supply Co. is not completely new to Art Supply Posse listeners. If you go back to episode 27 of Art Supply Posse, there's an interview that Honor and Heather did with Mike Hawthorne, who's best known for his work on Marvel's Deadpool. They have a nice chat about art supplies, and you'll notice that Mike Hawthorne designed the covers for a set of notebooks that Story Supply Co. published in 2016. Just a note on the recording itself. These are two interviews done back-to-back, and they were both recorded by Anna at the DC Pen Show in August 2018. The first interview was recorded outside, and the second interview was recorded indoors, so you will get some background noise. Okay, enjoy the interview between Anna and Story Supply Co. Hi, this is Anna, recording for the Art Supply Posse. I am here with Vito Creepy from the Story Supply Company. Um, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. So, tell us about yourself. Sure, so we're here. Um, this is our third DC Pen Show. We actually, we launched in 2015 and then didn't really know, we knew there was a pen community, we didn't quite know the extent of it. And so on a whim, we signed up for the DC Pen Show for August of 2016. Mm-hmm. And at that point, we're opened up to a whole world <laughs> that it was a complete mystery to us. Um, but since then, we've added more pen shows and um, we've sort of added more to our lineup. So we started out with just pocket notebooks. We've added some pens some cases and here we are. Some stickers, too. Stickers. Stickers are always fun. Stickers are awesome. Um, We are here at the DC Pen Show. Um, And tell us about the latest edition that you you have out right now. Sure. So actually, I'll start. Earlier this year, we decided to launch a uh, a limited run series. Um, We started in the spring with our first edition, which was the Ithaca Notebook. It was based on Homer's Odyssey. Mm -hmm. So all the design cues were taken from there. Um, and we did 500 packs, and they were actually two sizes. And then for this, for the summer edition, we, we did what we're calling summer, but it's spelled SMR, um, based on the Endless Summer documentary, which, if you don't know, it's a uh, it's about two surfers in 1962, I believe, who travel around the world in search of the perfect wave. But the part of the story that kind of captured my attention was what they're doing is they're trying to basically defy nature and just find the summer in every country. So they go to Ghana, um, they go to Australia, New Zealand, and they're always trying to be there for the summer season. Um, And they capture my attention because what happens is they end up in villages that have never seen white people, let alone surfboards. And there's these cool (laughs) moments where, you know, they're like hanging out with natives and they're teaching them to surf. I just thought it it was kind of a journey story, somewhat like... Homer's Odyssey. So that captured our attention, and then there was all sorts of fun stuff we could do with it, like surfboards and sun, sunsets and sunrises, and yeah. So it's been fun. We did 650 packs of those. They've been selling great. It's awesome. Fun. And um, and how do you how do you go about creating the covers? Uh, do you 
design them? Do you work them? Do you create them in watercolor first? Do you do, uh, how does how does it work? So the a lot of the cover art, all the cover art, really comes from my partner Gabe Dunmire. Um, usually, I mean, the way that the designs come to be often it'll start from if I get an idea, I'll just sort of throw it at him, and then we bat it around. Sometimes, um, like the Ithaca Notebook, the one based on the Odyssey. I had gone back and started rereading the Odyssey, and then I was listening to it in audio, and I would call him and just basically shout. Uh, imagine is the best way to explain it. I would shout, you know, and then he's stuck on an island with Calypso, and he gets to escape, but as he's escaping, and so I was just giving him all this stuff and how excited I was, and he must have been taking really good notes because then he kind of went from yeah. the design from there. Yeah. Um, with the summer edition, it was sort of similar. We had another one that was planned, uh, another idea and we were kind of trying to work through it and work through it and finally it started getting very late and mm -hmm. he said you know I'm not really feeling this theme and I'm not giving away the theme on purpose because mm -hmm. we may use it later mm -hmm. it just didn't feel right for the summertime mm -hmm. and I happened to be at the beach and I was kind of feeling the beach vibes oh, yeah. and so I think I had googled you know summer and stories and just trying to because we try to do things that are attached to some kind of story yeah. and the endless summer came up and so I, I started digging, I watched the documentary, and it was kind of blown away because it's kind of fun and quirky, and and it's it's a beautiful movie, actually, to watch. Yeah. Um, and then I found the poster for the movie, mm -hmm. and I just sort of started sending stuff to him, mm -hmm. and immediately he called back and said, yes, mm -hmm. this. And I think by later that day, he already had some like drafts, and it came together very quickly. I mean, within a couple days, we had the whole thing sort of hatched wow. out, and then, of course, we had to make it. So, so, you know, some things take months and months, and then some yeah. things are literally, you know, within 24 hours, we went from, we have no idea, to it's going to be like this. Wow. And all your notebooks have the same paper? Yes. Which I've been, by the way, I, right before this interview, I was th writing with, like, super flexing nibs on it, and it mm -hmm. takes ink beautifully. So um, Thank you. it must have been really difficult to pick one type of paper. We, we actually got lucky with that. So the paper that I originally had chosen to use for the inside, um, it was a mohawk. It's a similar paper. It's like a smooth, natural tone um, paper. And when we went to production, when we went to the manufacturer, they actually they said, we want to show you something because mm -hmm. this is going to be very expensive. Like if you're trying to make a pocket notebook mm -hmm. under $10 or under you know $12, it's going to be very hard to do it with this yeah. paper. And so they suggested uh, the, the paper that we're using now, and we checked it out, and mm -hmm. surprisingly, it was, it was really great and a little more affordable. Um, but even then, like at the beginning, I think we didn't really quite know the extent of like the seriousness of the pen community. I mean, we use fountain mm -hmm. pens, but not in a, you know. Yeah. And so the real test was when we came to D.C. that first year and people started doing essentially what you did earlier, yeah. which yeah. was writing in them and holding them up to the light. And we're like, oh, my gosh, like, <laughs> we're, we're going to be found out. We're done. And <laughs> And it kept working, yeah. and people were really sort of pleased with it. And since then, um, you know, we hear every day that people really love it for the fountain pens and for pencils. And we have people who do watercolor painting on them okay. and oil painting on the paper, oh, wow. which is kind of crazy. So, and, and we've been very, very lucky that it uh, worked. So, so it takes, so it takes watercolor. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm hesitant. I mean, it takes it in the sense. I mean, the paper will wrinkle and sort of do what watercolor yeah, would do the paper. paper. Probably, yeah. But it doesn't, you know, it doesn't melt. Yeah, in the book. exactly. And then, like I said, oil, oil color, and, or oil paints. Mm -hmm. We have one artist friend of ours. I mean, he's done spray paint 
oh, on the wow. paper and just all sorts of fun stuff. So we're always we're always excited to see how people use it because, like I said, we we threw a lot of stuff at it. But you know, especially with fountain pens, there's no way for us to say this is 100% guaranteed fountain pen friendly yeah. because somebody's gonna you know show up. Even with one of Ralph's nibs, which I was, <laughs> yeah, I was sweating as I was watching. Was like, if anything's gonna destroy that paper, it's gonna be one of those. But it, you know, it, it's it's handling it, it beautifully. So I'm writing right now with a cross flex from Ralph Reyes, uh, who has the ooh, wait a second, the Regalia Writing Labs. Uh, so that that's his company, and he makes. Pen, nibs that fun pen nibs that basically are meant to put a ton of ink on the page and I have to really pour ink on the page to make it like feather I'm basically forcing the paper to feather but it's really hard to get to that point and this is really fun so I've been writing with stubs on it I've been and I have one at home of the your classic edition mm -hmm. And yeah, to me it was phantom pen friendly because I've been I've been just playing Great. with it for a while. Glad to hear that. Um, but yeah, this is this is this is super fun. And do you have anybody who's working with like pastels or or? Not that I can think of. Mm -hmm. I don't have to dig around because we're always. I mean, like we we try to encourage people to send us pictures and tell us. I think it was actually Anna Reinhardt who yeah. originally did the first watercolor paintings in them. Um, she had she had gotten one of the leather. Covers a simple plot, yeah, yeah, and she put them up on her blog, and you know, since then, and we kind of encourage people to just send us yeah. the weirdest thing that you can come up with, spray paint, and pastels would be great. If anybody's doing it, I'd love to see it. I didn't know that. I have pastels at home. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I started playing with those when I was in high school. Okay. Um, just because I went to a, um, basically it was a yard sale, and I found a box of vintage dry pastels from the 1950s, mm -hmm. and they were fun. Yeah, so, they're fun to play with. Yeah, and I have the wax kind also, so mm -hmm, I think I'm going to there be sending go. you photos. I'd like to see them. Yeah, that's awesome. And and what do you usually write with? What do you usually... Uh, well, right now I'm actually writing with one of the new Keras Customs, um, the Reactor Series, mm -hmm. the Galaxy. Um, it's, the, it's the G2, not the fountain version. Yeah. And I found for me, because I'm, I'm rarely sitting somewhere... That's conducive to writing with a fountain pen, and by that I mean it can easily just fall off the table. Or so, so I tend to love the Keras stuff. Yeah. I use a lot of the, like the Shown Design, yeah. um, his pens too, because it's usually me like in the shop, doing things or you know writing up against the wall exactly. somewhere. Yeah. And so these tend to work better for that. But um, yeah, I love the Keras stuff, the Shown stuff. I think one of my favorite pens. I have a a Pilot. Is it the Custom Heritage ninety two? Oh yes. Um, that I like a lot. So when I do finally sit down to, to have a couple minutes that I can write with a fountain pen, that's that's mm -hmm. usually one that I get out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And um, the Sean Design has a, I think it has a Fisher Space Pen. It does. So that's the one that I use in the shop a lot because that hits the floor a lot. And <laughs> yeah. um, But I did actually, after talking to him here at the show, yeah. got one of his D1 adapters, oh, yeah. which is an incredible sort of work of, of engineering. Um, so I'm excited to try that when I get back home, um, you know, just to try the D1 refill on it. Because I think I'll use it more. I, I like the, the space fan refill, yeah. but then I realize I'm only using it for a specific reason where I think if I can use other cartridges, it'll probably be okay. more, more fun. Uh, have you tried a, a Platinum Preppy? I have. I have. Okay. They're fun. I use them to write vertically. So basically when I'm 
sampling ink and making labels and mm. label paper is crap and mm -hmm. they're going to get wet so I have mm. it inked up with uh, Base 8 Blue from Noodlers okay. and I write on the wall or whatever works. place doesn't have an ink bottle on it <laughs> so if you're looking for something that you can use vertically and just like yeah. throw around and will not get damaged yeah that's a good place to start yeah, yeah cause I, I've, man, I've destroyed many nibs for that reason because you know they just roll off the desk and then I have a five-year-old who likes to get his hands on things, so I have to be careful where I where I use these things. The idea is still to sell stories. So, are mm -hmm. there any other analog tools that you recommend to other storytellers? Other tools? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think for me, it always starts in a notebook. Mm -hmm. I mean, every, whether it's an idea mm -hmm. or you know, sometimes just I try to journal every day, mm -hmm. you know, um, but. Apart from that, I mean, I think reading is a big part of it, and reading books on paper books. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I still I do a lot of like staring at screens all day long, but I find even having um, just analog books, paper books, is uh, there's something about it that takes away some of the distraction. Yeah. Um, I've tried to do like the typewriter thing, but I just get <laughs> to <laughs> it's just too I don't know, it's too finicky because usually when I'm by the time I'm to the point where I'm typing something. Yeah. Um, I'm beyond, you know, the the sort of the, the romanticism of being analog, and just oh, yeah. I need to. I'm burning burning through things. Yeah. Um, but I do have a couple of typewriters, and they look nice on yeah. a on a shelf. Oh yes. But I don't I don't use that much. Yeah. And then you have the, the there's you, if the ribbon gets stuck in your writing. Yeah. No, it's you, you you yeah you you lose your train of thought. And I make uh, a lot of mistakes. And that's just a lot to clean up. Oh, too. <laughs> oh yeah. I I I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that too. And um, so before I mentioned before using so creating the story supply company, mm -hmm. you used to use a lot of notebooks. I did. So it actually started. I still have it. And if you look on our Instagram, mm -hmm. you'll find somewhere along the way there's photos of a Mead composition book from. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna date myself, and but it was uh, probably like 1994. When I was okay. a teenager, okay, and you know it's very much like grunge era, a lot of Sharpie marker and weird stuff and Nirvana, but that was really the beginning, you know. And I think at some point it was like, oh, Kurt Cobain carries notebooks, and so <laughs> you know that's where cool people put their ideas. And yeah. I mean, it just really started there. And then um, I, I seem to always have notebooks. I mean, through my teens and then into my twenties, and then I went to college for writing. Mm -hmm. um, and at that point, it was like. Uh, early 2000s mm -hmm. so moleskines were still pretty new mm -hmm. um so i felt like i was pretty special at that point because i was like the one with the moleskine and the oh, writing wow. program oh, wow. back in the day yeah things have changed yeah um but that was you know so it was it was moleskine and then from there it kind of grew into um then i discovered i think Lloyd's term and other brands mm -hmm. yep. um and then field notes at one point you know came out and I was really excited by the just the form factor and that mm -hmm. and that size and the creativity of what they were doing. Um, at some point, I just got the idea of I wanted to make notebooks because I wanted to justify what I was that I was you know so wrapped up in notebooks. And that's kind of where the where the thing was born. It was really out of a love for the notebooks and then just to want to create and see what we come up with. So I partnered with with Gabe and <laughs> that's awesome. It's been yeah, it's been fun ever since. And do you so in your experience? In your experience, because I imagine you you also moved around with different types of tools and mediums. Mm -hmm. You you just mentioned sharpies, for instance. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people who are doodling with sharpies. Mm -hmm. Any preferences for those? 
Um, I do like them. I, I always have a Sharpie in my bag. <laughs> I mean, there's always at least one, and it's the black one with the, that's the retractable, just because it's usually like a quick, yeah. like I need to, you know, but I um I used to do some drawing. I mean, I'm, I say drawing. I use that very loosely, <laughs> what I would call drawing, um, with Sharpies. Um, I still actually really like Sharpie pens. Yeah. A lot. And I, use, I always, because just the colors and, and they're easy, you know, so I, I do use those quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, we, so I live in France, and we, we, I basically spend my time stealing the Sharpie markers with the different colors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but we don't have the Sharpie pens, so I need to buy oh, them really? when I'm here. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I keep stealing them from him. <laughs> um, any notebooks do you think are 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 better suited for the Sharpies? I don't know. Gosh. I mean, I think when I was doing a lot with the Sharpies and, and, like, notebooks and that sort of thing, I didn't really care so much about bleeding or anything. You know, it yeah. was just... Um, I have to imagine something like a Rodia mm-hmm. would probably be better suited than some others just because of being coated and yeah. a little thicker. I mean, that's almost like cardstock in some of those. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Gosh. That's the only thing I could really think of. Because, I, I mean, most notebooks... I'm trying to, like, picture, like, a, a Sharpie going through a Tomoe River page right now. Yeah. I kind of want to try it. Yeah. See what would happen. <laughs> actually, me too. I, I was carrying one around yesterday, um, but I forgot it at home. Um, I know it doesn't do justice on a lifetime. That, that's for no. sure. I, no. I've done that. Um, and I'm wondering what it does on a Clairefontaine, because the coding on the Clairefontaine is meant for, like, school children. You and you were, like, oh, really? playing with thumb pens. Yeah. So. It'd be interesting. I mean, I don't know. I know artists do it. I mean, probably at that point, you probably just want a sketch pad. Yeah, actually, like a sketchbook yeah. pad that's like thick and can really yeah. take, any, take really take you know different stuff. Any favorite sketch pads? No, I just I don't use them enough <laughs> to, to really even like be able to name. I mean, if I do any kind of doodling, it's usually in just an art stuff yeah. or whatever's laying around. Um, I'd have to get input from Gabe on that because he's he's the visual artist. I mean, he started out as an illustrator. Yeah. And then he does the design, so okay. I usually just. Make notes, shout ideas, and, and hope stories. for the best. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's awesome. It's fun. It is. We've had a ton of fun. It's been about three years, and we just we keep learning more and having fun and meeting. I mean, the best part of the pen shows for us is, I mean, every time we meet new people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I mean, from a business perspective, that's great. But really, I mean, I have people that I can call friends now that, you know. Yeah only come because of this community so that's that's pretty cool exactly exactly this is this is a great example this this interview could not happen right otherwise right so this is awesome thank thank you so much thank you for 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 your time and your amazing notebooks oh thank you i appreciate it this was fun absolutely thanks again thank you all right so after interviewing Vito, now we have Gabe, also from the uh, Story Supply Company. Please tell us about yourself. I grew up in Pennsylvania, central Pennsylvania, okay. uh, on a dairy farm. Ooh. And uh, I would draw a lot as a child, comic books, whatnot. Um, when I was in high school, art was kind of just what I did, that and skateboarding. <laughs> so, you know, when it came time to figure out what I was going to do after high school, it was either business school or craft design, because I figured that's the only way I can make money doing art. Yeah. 
So I went with my gut and went to Bradley Academy, which was in New York, Pennsylvania. That's I moved there in 1995. Okay. And uh, so I went to art school. Didn't really get into the job of having a graphic design job until probably about eight years after because I was kind of, you know, yeah. found other opportunities. Um, but then I started doing, um, started as a technical illustrator, used to do military manuals, and uh, then I did some uh, educational mm -hmm. publishing yeah. illustrations. And then uh, I had the opportunity to do a literary magazine, to design and lay out a literary magazine for York College. Okay. And uh, that's how I met Vito. Um, he was the uh, co-editor of that magazine. So that's how we met. Um, years later, he had this idea for to make a company for notebooks because he was like really into stationery. So then he needed a graphic designer, and he <laughs> called me, and we had a meeting, and the rest is that was three years ago, well, a little over three years, and uh, yeah, wow. now now we're here. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so, so how how does a cover come about? Well, so. Initially, we wanted it to seem like very industrial, so that's kind of how why our logo, like our um, our uh, pocket staple logo, yeah. came to be, because it kind of looks like an old paper mill sign or something. Yeah. So, um, like our, our first designs were kind of based off of that, um, but now that we're doing, um, you know, quarterly, so Vito and I will come up with a. Um, like a theme for it. Mm -hmm. um, usually Vito is really good at coming up with like the idea of the theme because yeah. we like to keep it story related. Yeah. And uh, he's maybe a little more well-read than I am. <laughs> <laughs> he knows a little bit more stories than I do. So he'll come up with a theme yeah. and um, then, you know, I'll put lay out some ideas and, you know, we'll go back and forth. Um, but usually uh, we'll... It'll take months mm -hmm. to have bad ideas, and then <laughs> a week to just come up with something and, and be sent to the printer. That's so, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And um, so when he gives you an idea, what are your supplies? What do you what do you do this on? Well, you know, I'll research online. You know, uh, sometimes uh, I'll have to like actually read. The, the story because yeah exactly I might it's not a story, know the story. exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. so the, the latest edition was um, the summer edition yeah is actually based off a documentary mm -hmm. um, then the summer so I hadn't seen that in such a long time so I I kind of watched the movie but basically it was the poster that made the idea of um, the cover because mm -hmm. it's like a very graphic colorful poster and um, I think that that just epitomized summer, so we kind of like use that kind of style yeah. and uh, just uh, started drawing and and you know yeah, went exactly. back and forth and finished it and yeah. And what do you use to draw it? Well, I, it's all computer, so that's wow. I did that on uh, an Illustrator. That's so, awesome yeah. because so we're we're the art supply posse. But it's true that a lot of art is done on computers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, as a graphic designer, so I do branding and I do packaging design. Yeah. So, you know, I, I do use paper to sketch out ideas. Yeah. Um, in this instance, it was more 
I kind of already had the idea in my head. Exactly. So just, and it was so kind of simple okay. that I was able to do it right on the computer. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I use paper at the beginning, but I almost always always finish on, on, on the computer. Of course, because you, you need to have it in a, way, in a format that's probably shareable, that you can take it to the printer, that you can yeah, there's play a lot with. Of, yeah, there's a lot of things involved with uh, design, with getting things print ready, so you... Yeah. You know, when I was in art school, everything was done by hand. So exactly. Like, you would do hand mechanicals. And yeah. You'd have to, like, all the, the color overlays, you have to, like, cut them out by hand. Exactly. And, and uh, <laughs> I remember the first time I took one to the printer, uh, it was, like, so you could, at that time, you could take a PDF to the printer and get it printed. So yeah, yeah. But we were getting taught the old way, and as soon as you take that into the printer, you'd look, like, look at that guy in the eyes, and he'd be like, no, I don't make me do this. <laughs> <laughs> I make plates out of all this stuff. And But uh, I'm glad it's not like that anymore. It would take me... Yeah. It, it would actually take probably six months to make an issue. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, and it's funny, because on one hand, when you, you're into art, you, there is a tax tactile part of the yeah. of it that we enjoy mm -hmm. but at the same time you need to be practical about the, at, at things and you need to be able to share things That's because right. otherwise you don't get anywhere because mm -hmm. you're on your own yeah and especially yeah. because you're actually getting those notebooks into people's hands mm -hmm. so if you're on business to consumer you have to think of the timeline to get it to the consumer that's right and the quicker it takes you know like if it took me six months I, I literally probably wouldn't make any money <laughs> yeah exactly I don't, I don't think anybody would yeah, yeah exactly no, each notebook would cost $24 exactly exactly <laughs> that'd be crazy yeah like, and for the editions that where you go through paper how does that so how what are you using are you using a pencil pen uh, well, uh, mostly I'm a pencil guy okay um, only because I make mistakes and I sketch, <laughs> so I like to be able to sketch light, going dark when I want to. So um, you know, I basic to be. Um, I do use so I, I, as an illustrator, I'll use a lot of markers, um, like illustration markers, mm -hmm. um, and then if it's part of the design, I'll you know take a, a nice photograph of it and maybe upload it to the computer. But okay. I'm mostly a pencil guy. Okay, what kind of pencil? I I like generals. I like black wings. I like. I mean, I have a, a set of Statlers that are like from. What is it? Uh, yeah, it's like really light, to, yeah. like really hard, from hard to, to, yeah, to, yeah. to to really be. And but my two B is like an inch long now, yeah. and all the other ones are still. <laughs> <laughs> so, I probably shouldn't even, you know, buy, yeah. buy those. But, yeah, but every so often it's nice to, yeah. to, to have the other ones around. Yeah, it is, but, you know, I, it's it's just so rare that I use them. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I don't need need to, like, I don't do exactly. a lot of graphite illustrations. Yeah, Most exactly. Most goes into... And, and so the two B is your comfort zone. It's your it's your it's your go to. Yeah. Stadler two B is your go to pencil. Basically. Well, that, no, the, I mean the Stadler. The only reason I had it is because I I God. used it. I mean, because yeah. it, it was available to me. Yeah. But my go to now is probably um, the General because yeah. it's just an easy. It's nice and natural wood. Exactly. Yeah. It smells good, so no, no, I can smell it. Yeah. I, I so I ordered. One and then I got another one. The first one I got it from the CW Pencil Co. And I live in France, so basically, 
to me it was just so awesome to have it in my hand. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, I love. It's yeah. nice, right? Mm -hmm. And I love like grinding it down. And, yeah. Oh yeah. Any favorites? Uh, um, uh, no, I. You know, I. I actually could use a really good uh, pencil sharpener. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but basically, I use the same one my kids use. Wow! Oh my god! And what are your kids using? I just apply a generic plastic one. Generic, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't really gone out and bought like a really nice pencil sharpener. Although I would, if I got one, it would probably be one of those old school desk mounted. Like, yeah. Grinding. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Because I, mean, I was. I, I got I, I have one at home that's from that I found on eBay that is potentially I think it's a Faber Castell but it's all so used up uh, oh, yeah. and I'm just happy that the mechanism works and I don't care that I can't read the brand on it. Uh huh. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah. should. You, if you like those, you should do, keep an I eye like, on I that. Like the little gears, like the little gears, like exactly. Go in circle, like. Exactly. It takes you back to school, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's such like a you know it's such a a big machine for such a small task. Exactly, you know? exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And so you also mentioned that you sometimes use markers, yeah, illustration yeah, markers. Yeah, so those are Faber, or what is that brand name? I, I, I don't really, <laughs> so like I'll go to the local art supply store and just kind of buy what's there. Um, I don't, I'm not really attached, attached to, to a brand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, basically, as long as they have a brush, um, I guess... Yeah, a brush side, yeah, yeah, brush whatever, side, and yeah. Down to, like, the thinnest little line. Exactly. You know, it doesn't really... It doesn't really matter to me. Okay, so what you, 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 what you want is just to have the, the possibility of the two ends. Yes, yes. I mean, it, you, I, illustration work is, you know, like, because I'll ask, what kind of style do you want this in? So, yeah. like, sometimes it would be, like, big strokes, and sometimes you mm -hmm. want it to be at really good details and, like, stippling or something like yeah. that. So. Yeah, okay. Since you're not paying attention to the marker, are you paying attention to the paper you're using? Well, yeah, I mean, I do, because I like smooth paper. Mm -hmm. I don't like um, toothy paper. Okay. Because it, it's, then you get, like, little graphite, and then I smudge it. And yeah. Like, so I do, I like smooth paper. I mean, sometimes I, because in my process, I'll sketch it, and then I'll trace it, and then I'll transfer it, and yeah. then I'll paint it or something. Exactly. So sometimes I just knock out the, the sketch and I'll just like, sometimes I'll just sketch read on like tracing paper. And yeah. Then, then I can just transfer it from there. But if I'm, if I'm sketching, it's like my sketchbook. Yeah. It's always smooth paper, a little thick. Okay. Yeah. Any, any one that you're particularly attached to? No, I mean, I could say Story Supply Co, but... <laughs> it's too easy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll just go and uh, I've had sketchbooks that I find that don't even have a brand name on them. Yeah. Uh, it just, I have to be able to open it and feel it. And uh, I don't really have one that's that's a go-to. Yeah. I, I'll just go and just like put my hand on every mm -hmm. paper. Exactly. And then once I get it, I was like, oh, I have to take this one. Okay. <laughs> and it takes me a long time to fill those things up anyway, so it's like... Because I, I'm not always sketching every time. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I still have probably five sketchbooks that are only half filled because yeah. I'll be at the store and I'll see oh I like that cover or something and I'll just 
bitten by it. Yeah, so so a little bit like what we were saying right before we started the interview that, well, basically creative people have desks full of notebooks all over the place, and oh, that's yeah. part of the process. Mm -hmm. It is, it is, but it, it's funny because when you do that, you know, then you're like, oh, I need to find something. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, then you can't find Where's it. Where's that one notebook that actually yeah, has that exactly. idea in it? Exactly. I, I, so I take a lot of notes at work, and I number those somehow. But those that I use to play around, do creative writing, or just doodling or whatever on them, mm -hmm. um, yeah, if I didn't take a picture of it, it's probably lost for at least a week. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hopefully you don't have a meeting about that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, yeah, definitely. That, that's, if that has to happen, I'm taking a photo. Or I'm not letting go of it. No, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I do have, like, um, a business, like, whenever I have a meeting with a client or something, I do have, like, a specific notebook. and that I use, and it's actually a prototype for Story Supply that I've been fumbling around with. So, yeah. like, we have, like, this small leather cover notebook. Mm -hmm. But I made, like, one that's, like, big, like wow. an A5 size. I'll, that so, was going to be my next question. What size? I, I prefer the A5. I, I do tend to work big. Okay. I do like the pocket notebooks just so that when I'm at a bar or whatever, I can just, like, and I have an idea, I can just jot it down. Exactly, yeah. But I do like working larger, and uh, I love it. I mean, they have to lay flat because yeah. I work over a spread. Um, exactly. But yeah, the A5 is like probably my best because it's easy to carry. I don't have mm -hmm. to like. You can take it to meetings. Yeah, it's, yeah, you do, and and they look more serious. I think they always yeah. look a little bit more tidied up, even if it, the the pages are all crinkled up and I everything. I agree. I agree, and it's yeah, because just like. I feel like I look good with that in my hand. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and um, so I think you mentioned also that you use paint every so often. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've been painting since I was a kid, too. So, like, and a lot of illustrations I've done are paint, uh, acrylic, mm -hmm. mostly. Um, but, again, it's like, I feel there isn't a certain paint that I use. Yeah. But, um... There is a process, and it's usually almost all, all the stuff that I do, like if I do it for like a gallery or something, yeah. um, I do, I, I, I still stick with that story-based theme, mm -hmm. so I like come up with a story in my head and then I'll make a scene out of it, you know, Yeah. which is kind of cool. And do you look for a certain texture or a certain... Uh... Uh, well, mine is kind of like technical, mm -hmm. so I, what I'll do, I mean, I... I have a lot of like shades and stuff in it, but um, not really texture painting. It's more when I'm done, like it's flat. Yeah. You know, like there's yeah. no, I don't use oil paints or any of that stuff. So okay. it's like I'll do layers of layers on top yeah. of layers, but they're like really light layers exactly. of paint. Exactly. Yeah. So I'll like water them down. If I'm doing shading, I'll water mm -hmm. down really, really good. And so, like, if you did like touch one of my paintings, it, you, it would feel It's so like smooth. Nothing. Yep. Yeah. And is there a certain brand or something specific that you that you look for when you're choosing them? No, you know, I, for whenever it comes to those kind of supplies, I I'm very frugal <laughs> <laughs> because I know how unorganized and messy I am. Yeah. So like, usually when I buy like a pack of brushes yeah. and paint. It's for one art project, and because by the time I'm done with that, those brushes are gonna be ruined. And, yeah. yeah. 
So I, I'm, I'm really pleased with that. I'll just go into slippery good. Wow. Except for like maybe my big brushes. Um, I don't use horse hair. I'll, I'll use like synthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't have anything against horse hair, but it's just sometimes the the, the hairs get out, come out, and they'll yeah. be in my pain, and I'm just like, ah, it's my pain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I, I think we've all been there at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm, I have a, you know, a little blade that I get oh, in there yeah. and try to pull it up. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it fit, ends up on the canvas. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then you just kind of have to do a little surgery. Exactly. Especially if you're looking for that smoothness. Mm-hmm. I can imagine the frustration yeah. of having that hair. Yeah, yeah. If it's still wet, it's okay. But if you, if you notice it after, if you see it, yeah, after it's dry, then you're like, okay, I got that hairline. <laughs> oh. Sometimes I just leave it in under that. Yeah. Let's <laughs> ignore it. Yeah. Nobody will see that. Yeah, yeah will. nobody will. <laughs> and um, what are you using as a canvas? Oh man. Uh, well, I'll use some. Sometimes I use canvas, but um, a lot of times I've, I've done many skateboards. Ooh. So like, well, there's um, a show called Decked Out in um, in my hometown where every year they have all these artists do skateboards, and all the all the proceeds go to the local skate park. Yeah. So I mean, those are my my favorite because as a skateboarder. I mean, one of my biggest influences was skateboard graphics, you know, as yeah. an illustrator. Yeah. So, um, I really like doing those because I, you know, I've always envisioned like having my a skateboard with my artwork on. Of course. <laughs> so then I could do a one-off of. Yeah, that's like <laughs> like that's like every skateboarding artist's dream. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, growing up, um, the whole my whole. You know, I grew up in a very rural area, so it was kind of surprising that we even had like skateboarding. <laughs> but. uh Everybody from my hometown, like that was a skateboarder, went on to do creative things. Yeah. Like, I have a friend who lives in New York who did the opening for Mad Men, and then I have wow. a friend who went to culinary school and is an accomplished chef. You know, yeah. like so, it's 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 really cool. That's to, fun. I think that, that that drove me a lot to be a graphic designer. Of course, because you're, you're surrounded by like minds. Yeah, who are yeah, thinking yeah, out we're of a hive. Yeah, exactly. We're a hive and, uh, exactly. Plus, skateboarding itself is more pretty creative. Yeah, you, you know, it, yeah. You have to. How can I skate this spot? You know exactly. what I mean. So you have to kind of think outside the it, box. Exactly. Thing. So when you're painting on a skateboard, mm-hmm. what are you using? Um. I would paint the exa- I would use the exact same thing I would use for anything. Uh, so your acrylic paint? Acrylic paints. Um, I always, you know, at the end you always have to, you know, seal it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I just use acrylics. What are you using to seal? Uh, just like uh, sometimes I use like a, a a spray varnish. Yeah. But or or just a brush varnish. Okay. Any preferences? No, I have uh, zero really? preferences when it comes to. Uh, that kind of stuff. Oh my god, I, it's fun. I, 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 I started off using the the, the, the brush varnish, mm-hmm. and now I just use the spray, and it's just like it's it, so much easier. It's so much easier, yeah. and, it, and I, I have this fun moment. It's kind of like I'm at the finale, you know. It's like the yeah, moment. Yeah. But and you know, like I, the thing is, is that I don't. I'm, I, I, I rarely have time to paint yeah. on my own level, and most of the stuff I do is on computer because I'm a graphic designer. Exactly. So even illustrations. Most of them are in Photoshop now. Yeah. But um, so like that's I have really don't. I mean, maybe if I did it more, I would have like this like 
like yeah style or this this brand that I would I yeah this meth or this methodology that is consistent yeah yeah but, yeah but, but it's so few and far between that I get to do that for myself yeah than anybody else that so you're having fun basically yeah yeah exactly. most of the time I don't I mean I get I sell stuff and then I get paid but it's not really that's not why I do it exactly like, yeah that kind of stuff is just kind of yeah. strictly to 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 do it on yeah, my own. yeah. exactly. That's so much fun. I, yeah. I love that. I oh, love yeah. that you're doing that, basically. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wish I had more time to do more of it. And I just realized that, basically, since you're so you're creating in so many different ways, and on a daily basis, you need to think always how you're moving things to the computer. Mm -hmm. Do you have any tips for people who are starting off and have to, you know, things to consider? Yeah, I mean, if you're, you know, if you're taking a piece of art, you're trying to get it on the computer. Like a physical piece of something that you drew or whatever. Yeah. I mean, natural light, really good camera, straight on shot. You know, yeah. as high resolution as possible is always key. Um, as big as possible, because you know, if you're designing something, it always has to be high resolution. Yeah. Um, but basically, it's all about lighting um, and focus. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. then you just have to have the Photoshop skills to make sure that it, <laughs> it turns that, out well. Exactly. To balance it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, a lot of times, you, you know, when you take a picture of something, even in, in natural light, yeah. you will have to do some color correcting. Like, exactly. Be like a little yellow hinge in the white or something you have to pull out. But. <laughs> exactly. And even even if you balance your camera, so I, I used to have this Canon and I, I spent the entire first day just balancing out. The light. Oh yeah. To get the what I consider to be a balanced white in a in a standard well lit setting, mm -hmm. natural yeah. light setting. Yeah. And even then, you still need to adjust. Yeah. And There'll make be a sure little shadow perfect. in the corner exactly. or something like that. And exactly. Just, yeah. Uh, the, the, a little point where it's not quite what it should be. Mm -hmm. And that depends. You know, if you're, it depends on your design too. Like if you're looking for something that's more rugged or like distressed or whatever exactly. like then it won't matter then you can just kind of distress it in the exactly. computer <laughs> also also you can do it the other way around yeah yeah true <laughs> and so is there anything else here nah i mean about me anything else any other supplies any other stories anything else you're doing anything else we need to know about you I, you know, I, I just work a lot. <laughs> I have two kids. Wow. So, I mean, they're creative. They're musical. I come from a musical family, so, yeah. um, like, I chose art instead of music. Yeah. Um, but my kids kind of share the same um, passion for art. So, it's kind of a, a family tradition, I guess. Yeah. Being creative. But, um, I mean, other than that, you know... Big, big plans for story supply like that's kind of like my big focus but you know right now I have two jobs so yeah. and, and uh, as a packaging designer you know like there's only so many bean labels you can, exactly. you can design so um, trying to like expand my horizons a little bit and you know what packs is supply story supply I'm sorry I was going back to the end I'm bringing it back are you painting on it do you do, have it done a, put that acrylic oh, yeah. on there oh yeah and uh, you know the interesting thing is I have, but um, there was a, an artist, uh, so our workshop is in a building called Market View Arts Building, in York, mm -hmm. and it's owned by the York College, and they have an artist fellowship, and uh, the art fellowship 
or the art artist fellow. Yeah. His name was at Matt Oppel. Is Matt Oppel? He's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just not the fellow anymore. He moved to uh, New York. But okay. he loved our notebooks, and he's uh, he he's a painter, and he really lays it down. And he took our sketchbook, and he just painted every page in it and then he put it in galleries oh wow and it's i mean like those notebooks i mean were i mean of course they were stiff as a board of course when he was done but yeah. i mean they were like beautiful and like didn't bleed through or anything and wow. it was it was kind of cool to see somebody take it to like that kind of extreme of course you know and there's a there's some people online that spray paint in them and all sorts of stuff and it's just it's neat that um that, that, that they're able to do that yeah yeah so if somebody can spray paint on it put acrylic on it watercolor mm -hmm. can Water handle it yeah i mean the only thing with watercolor is it you know it's still paper so yeah. it'll, it will crinkle it'll, yeah, yeah it'll, it'll just it'll, get a little wave on yeah. it but i mean it still looks good yeah wow yeah. i've seen i've seen i've seen it and it's great. So water crayons, watercolors, mm -hmm. acrylics, spray paint. I just like like put so much ink on it today, and it's been holding up. Yeah. I basically had to force it to bleed. Yeah. We kind of got lucky in that way because you know when we were picking our paper out, we weren't really thinking about like blobs of ink or yeah, anything exactly. on it. Uh, we just picked the paper that we liked the best. Yeah. And fortunately for us, like that paper is like, yeah, will hold up to all this ink. We came to the first pen show and everybody's like, we love your paper for uh, fountain pens. And I'm like, wow. I mean, I don't use a fountain pen. So yeah. I was like, well, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You're our new market. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're we're really happy about it. Yeah. 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 So I think maybe we should go and keep making the most of this pen show. Okay. It's the last day, right? That's great. Yes, yes. It'll be over in a couple hours, so. Yeah, just just barely. There's two hours left to the show. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed Anna's interview with Vito and Gabe from Story Supply Co. You can find a link to their website in the show notes and take a look at their notebooks. Now it's time to talk patronage. Several people asked how they could help support the show. We now finally have a page on Patreon which is a platform where you can support your favorite projects. You can donate as little as $1 a month to help keep the show going. And as of $5 per month, we'll be offering exclusive bonus episodes. You'll be able to ask the questions you have to the artists we'll be interviewing. You'll get access to a private group in the forum, and that's where you'll be able to post questions for us to ask the artists and makers we talk to. So if you'd like to help support us and get more of what we're already doing and get more involved, then head over to patreon.com, spelt the same as patron, just with E-O-N at the end, and type in Art Supply Posse and you'll find us. The page is under Kim's name, so you might see Kim Cofield as creator and then Art Supply Posse as the project. Remember, if you have any art supply questions, there are lots of knowledgeable people, and if you go to the forum, you can ask your questions, especially if you want to know how to use certain art supplies, you're not sure about the techniques or something didn't work out, 
The forum is a great place to ask those questions. It's at artsupia.org, A-R-T-S-U-P-I-A dot org. You'll find a link in the show notes and links to everything else we talked about, to Story Supply Co. and our new Patreon page. If you have any feedback or suggestions for people we should interview, then you can send us an email to hello at artsupplyposse.com. I'll speak to you in the next episode.